This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hello, Metro FM family. This is your brother Jonathan with DHL Ministries, Decisions, Habits, Lifestyle Ministries. Just here to continue to teach and share about the book of Jude. Now first, I want to thank and give a big shout out to the WhatsApp group. The group is growing. There are some very consistent members and we're adding to the features that are available on WhatsApp. And I'll share that a little bit more at the end of the message. But right now, if you're new to this broadcast, get your Bible ready. If you're in the WhatsApp group, have your notes out and be prepared to add to those notes what we're about to teach today. And I feel an unction to go ahead and pray before we start today. So join me in a brief word of prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for this venue, for this opportunity to come together in the midst of all that is going on in the world. You have made a way where there seemed to be no way to connect family members in Christ across the globe for absolutely free. And we're thankful for Metro FM. We're thankful for all that you're doing through that radio station. And we're thankful for everything that has been able to connect us all together as one family in Christ. We ask you to bless this message and teach us all something in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we've been going through the book of Jude, and as you know, it was almost like a continuation of 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. We have been talking about false teachers and how to recognize them and what fruit they bear so that you can see them more clearly, and also how to protect yourself. I mean, ultimately, in the scope of discipleship, but specifically in the discipline of hearing and reading, studying, memorizing, meditating on the Word of God, and praying the Word of God, and of course, seeking God's face in worship unto God. As you grow in these disciplines, as you grow in discipleship, you will be directly connected with God and know His still small voice, understand what the word means when you're reading it, and utilize things like cross-references and other translation helps like the Amplified Bible and such to be more understanding or be more aware of what is being said in the word that you're reading. That is the ultimate goal and that's why the Great Commission talks about making disciples of all nations. I emphasize this and re-emphasize it because it is that important to be committed to God, not to a man or a ministry or anything like that. The commitment to those things comes secondary to your commitment directly to God. And so we want to teach and encourage you and help you to see things that are in the Word of God. And also as we study this line upon line, phrase by phrase, section by section, if you join the WhatsApp group, you get all the notes and cross-references so you can study it for yourself. And you can see how it lines up with what has been going on in the world. Not talking about the pestilence specifically, the COVID or things like this, but in general how the world has been growing and growing more and more deceptive. This is not to get us hyper-focused on the world situation, but to confirm where we're at in God, that He's got us, that He's greater than all of this, and He knows completely what we are experiencing every day. Amen? 
So as we had talked in the first part of Jude, it went on to emphasize the different characters and fruits of those that are sheep, dressed like sheep, look like sheep, associate with us in in our household of sheep, you know, people who look and act like real believers and can even be in positions of teaching and guiding and instructing. And yet seeing that they're actually wolves in sheep's clothing in some cases. The only way you can see this is through the Word of God. And since we've been through 1 John, 2 John, and 3 John, and now Jude, you can see how important it was that the Spirit of God put all of this information in there so that we would be immunized against that, protected, and also encouraging us to pray and also be compassionate towards those who do these things. That is what is so amazing about the Word of God. As much as it warns us and tells us of these people who have crept in unaware into our churches and have taught us and mistaught us and misled us, there's still an air of mercy and compassion, which is completely of God. It's beautiful. And the encouragement comes starting in verse 20. If you'll join me there in verse 20, it says, But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference. And others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. Well, the encouragement comes in this, and I'll read this from the Amplified and expound a little bit on it. Again, if you're in the WhatsApp group, you'll see both translations here. But you notice that in verse 20, what it says is, But you, beloved, build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith. Meaning, make progress, rise like an edifice higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. Let's take a pause and break that down. Continue to build yourself up higher and higher, making progress like an edifice. It's encouraging you in growth and development. It is so easy to plateau as a Christian and feel like you're not doing the bad things anymore. So it must be good, right? Well, it's good, but God calls us from good to better to best his best for our lives. So it is so important that we continue to grow and develop and challenge ourselves through emphasizing, studying and reading, listening, memorizing and meditating on the Word of God. This is so important and that's where we get encouraged from fellow believers to continue to grow and go higher and higher, not stagnant, not pausing, There's no level of accomplishment. Even pastors and teachers have to keep pressing in and growing and growing in the Lord so that they stay sensitive to his guidance, right? 
Verse 21 says, Guard and keep yourselves in the love of God. Expect and patiently wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, which will bring you unto life eternal. So, keeping yourselves in the love of God. God's love, agape love, is his commitment to us. Remember, the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He gave his only begotten son, right? And so that gift of life, that way of reconciliation where there was no way before, by his own sacrifice is his commitment to mankind. And if you are a Christian today, you have accepted that commitment and received him as your Lord and Savior, not just your Savior, but as your Lord or reigning authority over your life. It is so important. So staying in that commitment, abiding in him is what it's talking about. To grow more, you need to abide in him. And that's the key here that is in verse 21. Verse 22 says, and refute so as to convict. You see, that is the goal refuting some who dispute with you and on some have mercy who waver and doubt that's who you would have mercy on so this is all going to talk about being discerning discern the situation try to feel the pulse of their motive what is their motive but even those who dispute with you you want to refute them not to win the argument but as to convict them, meaning making a way for the Spirit of God to bring about holy conviction and repentance on their heart. That should be your motivation. And having mercy with those that waver and doubt, you know, not being uh, impatient with those who are in and out, in and out. Don't just stamp them as someone that's not serious about it. The struggle is real. And many of us have this wavering faith, but it's not as visible as with other people. And so be compassionate, be merciful with people who are in and out of church, in and out of Christ, because they're fighting the fight. Pray for them, a hedge of protection. Encourage them and be kind towards them and considerate towards them. Remember, Jesus was harsh and direct to the religious leaders because they knew better and they had known better for generations and they were abusing their position of knowledge and authority because they had grown to enjoy that power position. They lifted themselves above other people. As Christians, we are to humble ourselves before the Lord and He will lift us up. Be compassionate and merciful towards those people who are in and out and wavering. Pray for them and be kind towards them. Amen? All right. And now 23 is talking about striving to save others, meaning snatching them out of the fire. And so that is a very aggressive thing. You know, those that are, they're, they're almost going to, they're harming themselves eternally, but that manifests in ways that harm themselves physically. Those that are just doing ridiculous things. Now it's talking about with that same fervor, with that same passion, like like someone in a burning going into a burning building or someone in a burning building, lay down your life for them. Show them how much God cares for them. Let your conveniences go aside and really you'll know when the spirit of God has led you to such a person and he'll be giving you the unction or giving you the encouragement 
to push in and to press on to go from you know patient to long suffering for these people but do it with an assertion to snatch them out of a path or a lifestyle that would cause them to be eternally separated from God if they don't know Jesus Christ as their personal lord and savior um also it says in verse 23 on others take pity but with fear it's talking about reverential fear or respect for the situation to loathe even the garment spotted by the flesh and polluted by their sensuality in other words don't be naive to the power of sin don't be naive to the power of sin especially aware of your own temptation in the past and what you're susceptible to don't be naive to the power of sin You know, you have to be aware of where God wants you to go, how God wants you to intervene. You can't go into places that had once tempted you before unless the spirit of God has been overwhelmingly clear. Many times he you will not go into those highways and byways where you once were corrupting your flesh. So be very aware of the power of the enemy if you are outside of the will of God. Amen. And then finally verses 24 and 25 we're talking about now to him who is able to keep you. That's a very specific him, that's our Lord and Savior. He is able to keep you. You know, after you've joined us through 1st, 2nd and 3rd John and now Jude, you might think, man, it's all around, it's hard to tell, it's hard to see. They're in our churches, they're teaching, they're people maybe we've even learned from in the past. by the grace and mercy of God and now we realize that they're off on a um violation of the truth of the Bible um and they're not willing to receive instruction you can see it's more deliberate now it's kind of frightening but realize that it is God who had kept you through all of that you may have come out of a cult one that misteaches and misdirects but you were seeking God himself And so he brought you he kept you from that and he brought you out of that brainwashing environment. He's able to keep you without stumbling or slipping or falling to the pre- to present you unblemished, blameless and faultless before the presence of his glory in triumphant joy and exaltation with unspeakable and ecstatic delight. God is able. He's able to keep you in the midst of all this. And you know as you serve God you get challenged on various fronts. As you get closer to God, you get more specific attacks. This is the lifestyle of Christianity properly presented. Some would have you believe that Christianity is peaceful and all these things are fine once you come to Christ. Well, that's misleading you because the real challenges begin when you change camps, when you're now working for the kingdom of God instead of serving. in slavery the kingdom of the enemy so be very aware that god is able to keep you from all of these things and finally verse 25 to the one only god our savior through jesus christ our lord be glory meaning splendor majesty might and dominion and power and authority before all time and now and forever unto all the ages of eternity amen or so be it So we've gone through all of Jude. It's one book you could read it twice right now. And we went through phases where he exhorted them to be constant in the profession of faith. That was in the very beginning. Then he talked from verse 4 to verse 19 about false teachers that had crept in to seduce them. 
And remember, seduction is very appealing. For whose evil doctrine and manners or horrible punishment is now prepared. He talked about that. And then finally, this final section is whereas the godly, meaning those who are serving Christ, by the assistance of the Holy Spirit and power of the Holy Spirit and protection of the Holy Spirit and prayers to God may persevere and grow in grace and keep themselves and recover others out of the snares of those deceivers. Amen? It's all in the notes with the cross-references. Now, those of you who are ready and have a pen ready, I'm going to give you the WhatsApp number. So get that pen. I know you may have forgotten and got pulled in. I'm going to give you the WhatsApp number. Why is that important? Well, that is important because you can join the WhatsApp group where you'll receive links to these broadcasts after they're broadcast so you can hear it again. You'll receive the notes before the broadcast so you can search it out for yourselves. And then after the broadcast, you'll receive a link to both two different podcasts, actually. One is the actual broadcast, and another one we are developing will be additional teachings that we share with WhatsApp group, expoundings and things that we didn't have time for on the air or might have gone a little longer if we went on the air. We are also on YouTube at DHL Ministries with daily devotions and teachings. And thank God for Radio Box which brings this message from Metro FM 94.5 in a clear, consistent way. And of course, thank you for Metro FM. I'm going to give you that number in just a moment. But if you've been listening to this whole thing and you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, or you're not sure, we share this every time because it's that important. It's as easy as ABC. Admit you're a sinner, that you are not living the life God has called you to live. You know it. Just admit it out loud to God. B is believe, not just mentally, but trust and rely on the fact that Jesus Christ died for you and me. You'll learn more and you'll believe more, but right now, take all you have and believe that without Him, there's no way to heaven. And C, confess. Share this with someone so they help you to grow, meaning discipleship. This radio station allows us to do it twice a week, and we have other venues that I've mentioned. And you can join the WhatsApp group by texting to 260-97-583-6324. That number again for the WhatsApp group is 260-97-583-6324. Of course, I'm going to give it one more time. 260-97-583-6324. And we thank you so much for joining us here. We ask for your prayers. The prayers of the righteous availeth much. So please pray for this radio station. Pray for their staff. Salvation where needed within their staff. Pray for the decisions they make. Pray that God would bless them abundantly for providing this ministry with this venue. And we ask you also to tune in here twice a week on Wednesday evenings and Sunday mornings. You may already be listening to the channel, but we're here as DHL Ministries twice a week. I thank you for joining the WhatsApp group in advance. I thank you for joining us here, and I thank you for your prayers. We thank you so much, and we praise God together as one family in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.